Can you believe it? We are starting season three. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Easier with a Friend. We can hardly believe it ourselves, but we are heading into season three. We are back from summer break and excited to be with you all again. We are your hosts, Chi and Elaine, and we wanted to kick off season three with a Would You, Could You episode. Exactly. We've always had a lot of fun with these types of episodes, and we thought it would be an amusing, lighthearted way to start off the new season. Also, a good way for our listeners to learn a bit more about us. So getting right into it, I just wanted to do a quick recap for any new listeners this season. Chi and I are friends of 27 years now, and we love discussing all types of subjects together. I live in Houston, Texas with my husband, Nick, and our two dogs, Cassius and Oreo. And I am Chi, and I am married to my husband, Tony, for, let me think, let me think, 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) We live in Denver, Colorado. And my husband and I have two girls, ages eight and six. Awesome. So jumping right into it, Chi, would you rather hide a murderer for money or participate in a robbery? I just want to start this by saying that my general rule in life is to make sure the decisions I make do not put me at an increased risk of being in jail because I I would survive it. But if I must choose between these two options, I would have to say the one that feels like would be easier and less of a longer sentence, I suppose, if I were to get put in jail, would be to hide a murderer from money. What about you, Elaine? Man, okay. So I am on that train with you. My goal in life is not to land in incarceration. However, my other goal in life is to be as good a person as I possibly can. So not that either of these are good things, but I would have to know why did they murder the other person? <laughs> but but also, does that put me at increased chance of being murdered? Because it's also one of my goals in life to live as long as humanly possible. True. I haven't even thought of it that way. No, you're right. <laughs> so I have questions and this might be used to implicate us later, but assuming the murderer was you, (laughs) I assume that you had a good reason and I would hide you no problem. You probably wouldn't even need to offer me money. It would be fine. Assuming it's some stranger, I would need a really good backstory. Otherwise, I mean, I guess I could participate in a robbery, not that I don't don't understand the circumstances under which that would happen, but... This is because you're a bit of a control freak and you're trying to say that if you participate in the robbery, you can help plan it and pull it off and get away with it, right? Is that yeah, what Yes. I, okay, yes. I would not be comfortable participating in a robbery I hadn't planned. That is correct. Maybe my participation is the planning. I just plan it and then they go rob it. <laughs> <laughs> I just contribute the, the brains. <laughs> so it's slightly inconclusive, but... Question two, would you rather be married to someone good looking who doesn't think you're attractive or be married to someone ugly who thinks you're gorgeous? And I think I know the answer to this because we've actually kind of talked about this in the past, but go ahead. 
Okay, so this one is not even a debate for me. This is not even hard for me to decide. Mm-hmm. I would much, much rather be married to someone who's ugly, but thinks I am gorgeous. I love to feel like I am loved. And <laughs> not to say anything bad about my husband's look, because obviously I'm attracted to him, but I don't need my guy to be like, a 10 out of 10 to be attracted to him because I find that the qualities that I find attractive in men has a little bit less to do with looks and more to do with personality. So for me, if he's just physically ugly, but let's say he is funny and charming and his personality is just wonderful, I can be attracted to that. But I want to know that my guy finds me attractive. What about you, Elaine? Oh, same boat. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you. I think a man's most attractive quality, and actually, you know what? Man, woman, asexual being, whatever. I think a person's most attractive quality is not in their looks. Because you could be really super amazing, good looking, and a shit person, and I would still not find you attractive. It just turns me off. And so, absolutely, I'd rather be married to someone who maybe society thinks is not conventionally good looking or is ugly, who thinks I'm gorgeous. Cause I think that also you and I are kind of similar in that regard. I feel like it just erodes my love for him after a while. If he's just not attracted to me after a while, I'm just like, I don't even know why I'm in this relationship for our listeners out there, man, woman, know your worth. If someone doesn't think you're good looking and They're trying to hide their relationship with you. You don't need to be with that person. You deserve better. You deserve someone who thinks you're hot, who's attracted to you, who can't keep their hands off you, not in a creepy way. (laughs) 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 So no, I'm with you. And I think this has to do a little bit with our age. But when we were much younger, I think looks maybe were more attractive to us than they are now. So now with more years of experience, I definitely think that's like the least, the least important feature on a human being is their looks. And the older I get, the more I find it true. What my grandmother used to say is that there are no ugly people. There are only lazy people (laughs) or people who don't know how to put themselves together, you know, but anyone can improve their looks with a little bit of help. So I think that's highly unimportant. So I have a follow-up question because the word married feels like it's a very long-term thing. And I think, like you said, at this stage of life, we know that marriage is a long commitment that in the end has a lot less to do with looks than other things, right? But if this was like a short-term relationship, maybe you're dating someone for funsy, if you will, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. knowing Mm -hmm. that it won't lead to marriage or anything long-term. Would that change your answer? Maybe, but it depends on how much time I have to spend with them and how shitty their personality is, right? So so <laughs> it's like, okay, so so literally, if you're asking me, like, if I'm picking someone hot or ugly for a one-night stand, I mean, I think the answer for most people is obvious. But, you know, for me, I think it wouldn't change my answer because of the statement that said, the person who doesn't think you're attractive. So for me, that's Mm -hmm. a big turn off. If I know, Mm -hmm. if for whatever reason, I know he doesn't find me attractive, 
I somehow have the ability to turn off my attraction to that person because of that. Even if let's say this is your favorite celebrity standing in front of you, offering you a one night stand or whatever it is, a week of wonderful time together. But if I know he doesn't find me attractive, it almost feels like, well, I don't want to spend the week with you. But it's so paramount for me that the person finds me attractive. They don't have to think I'm the most beautiful woman in the world, but interesting enough to be attracted to. I think that that's because you have a healthy level of self-worth. And it is my wish for all of our listeners to also have a healthy level of self-worth that they would find this to be true. People do not know their worth in this world. That's all I'm going to say about that. So moving on, would you rather win $25,000 or have your best friend win $100,000? Okay. And this question is too easy because I think you have to change best friend to just friend because, Mm -hmm. okay. I would 100% say, Elaine, win $100,000, Yes, right? And that wouldn't even be a thing because I would know that you would 100% split it with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if it's just a friend, especially if it's someone, let's say more of an acquaintance, that would be a little bit more challenging because then you would have to ask yourself if you can trust this person. Oh man, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it in that way, I don't know. Why don't you go first on this one? Why contemplate it? Okay. So admittedly, I've actually thought about this question for a week or so. Chi sent me these questions to mull over. So we do think about our episodes before <laughs> before we record them. Um, so I just took the question at face value. And I was like, oh, I would obviously have my best friend win $100,000. And I even thought about it in context of, so let's say you don't know and you don't split it with me. But I thought about it like this, like $25,000 it isn't going to move the needle all that much, I feel like, versus $100,000. Again, you're not going to quit your job tomorrow. It's not going to do anything like that. But it just like that actually moves the needle, I feel like, significantly. So I think between the two of us, like, why wouldn't I choose the reward that moves the bottom line? Now, to be fair, you're asking, what if I erase the word best and just chose friend? Oh, fuck no. I have myself win $25,000 all day. <laughs> and the reason is because I don't trust all that many people in this world financially. Like, do I trust them to be fiscally responsible? And oh. $100,000 actually contributes to, say, their children's college fund or earlier retirement or paying off a house? then yes, I would have my friend win $100,000. If I couldn't trust that, and a lot of people I don't trust like financially, then I probably wouldn't because then it's like, what a giant waste. If you just take the money and spend it on, I don't know, four Hermes purses or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Then the answer is no, because I don't support rampant materialism like that. (laughs) Yeah, I contemplated this and I knew that the issue would be the best friend part versus just friend mm-hmm. and I go back and forth because like again a part of me I completely agree with you if it's just a friend or like random person that you may know but not like super well I would have so many apprehensions about the 100k oh, for me that wouldn't even be a question I'd take the 25 it was yeah. just some random acquaintance I'd be like no give me the money <laughs> I'll invest it. I'll give them some money later. 
the thing that keeps getting me about picking the 25K is that I'm like, but then you're leaving 75K out there that's unclaimed. That I would you just rather that go to somebody for whatever reason than to leave it there. So but I don't think you can think about it that way because if you give it to somebody who doesn't spend it well, you're mostly you're still throwing away. So what's the difference between throwing away, but you get money where you know you're gonna invest it or put it away, save it versus just having them throw it away. It's still being thrown away. <laughs> All right. You convinced me. You convinced me. I'll take the 25K. <laughs> okay. So would you rather work a high paying job that you hate or your dream job with only enough money for basic necessities? You go first on this one. Ooh. Okay. So this one I might sound kind of mercenary with this answer because I've been in both of these shoes. Well, I guess not that I hate my current job. I actually quite enjoy my current job, but I would work the high paying job that I quote hate, right? Because I was an event planner for 10 years. And I feel like that to me was my dream job. I always wanted to be in events and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's, Every day is different. You get to be really creative. You get to see like all of your visions come to life. And it's it's almost like interior decorating, but on a fantasy level, right? <laughs> because when you're doing an event, it can be crazy over the top and still look good because you know it's just a one night fantasy land that you're putting together. Yeah. So much fun. Now, didn't pay shit though. <laughs> 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 uh, and... Not to knock it, I think my boss at the time felt like she was paying me a lot, but I think that's because she's a small business owner and every penny counts, right? But the only way I made money in that job was working a lot of overtime hours and I stayed a long time because the job was fun. But at the end of the day, I think it's a stark contrast to my current job, which I don't hate, but it wasn't my dream job. But I feel like, at least for me, I can find different levels of enjoyment in different jobs, as long as it's not something that you just utterly dislike. But I also think a lot of a job is who you work with, who your boss is. And so even if you're in a job that you hate that job, it might just be because you hate that team and not that you hate the job that you're doing, because a lot of that can be more tolerable if you have a good team around you. And I feel like I've read this piece of advice actually from a couple of other finance people, right? Where they're like, I feel like America sells you on this whole dream job idea, but not everyone is necessarily going to be cut out to do their dream job because only so many people are going to be actually wildly successful enough for it to make sense for them. Also, at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself. And I guess for me, I finally got to an age where I eyeballed retirement and I was like, I don't want to be 65 and still not have any significant amounts of money saved because I'm working this quote dream job of mine. So that's why I changed. What about you? So this was the question where I spent most of the time contemplating because similar to you, I've been in positions where you've had to make similar choices between a good paying job, but it's hard or very demanding versus a lower paying job. And I completely agree with you though, on your statement about having a good boss and good coworker makes a huge difference in how you feel about that job. 
And for me, especially as a middle-class American, you spend so much of your day, your week, and therefore your life working. And so your job is important and your enjoyment of your job is important. Well, I say that, but on the other hand, I would answer this question completely differently if it was just my husband and I, and we didn't have kids versus having two kids to be responsible for. So I can imagine where if I didn't have kids and I just had a job that I loved and it's just me and my husband, I can totally make enough money for basic necessities. I don't need a lot. I'm not a big spender. I've never been. And so what would be a basic budget for someone may be more than enough for me and my husband to live on. Now Mm -hmm. I have two kids and it's a completely different ball game. You have to have a bigger safety net for them. You have to think about their future and saving for their future. All those things come into play. And as a parent, I 100% would do any job required to support my kids. Mm -hmm. I understand. I mean, and in that context, it it makes total sense. I didn't even think about like, my dogs are hella expensive. (laughs) 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 But I like you, like if it was just me, I don't need a lot, but in this context, it is not my children who are expensive. It is my husband. <laughs> and he likes nice things in life. I mean, I kind of joke around. I don't think he needs it, but I certainly think he enjoys it a lot. Totally understand. I totally get it. So final question. Would you rather marry the person of your dreams or have the job of your dreams? This question, I would answer completely differently when I was like high school, college age versus Mm -hmm. now. Because Mm -hmm. when I was in high school and college, having a Mm -hmm. dream job, finding that career, devoting Mm -hmm. myself to work, school, that was my total focus. So that would be my answer if you asked me this question 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But now I realize that the person that you marry is actually more important to your happiness than even your job. And that's because with your job, if you really hate it, you have the option to just go get another one, right? And adjust your budget if it's going to be a lower paying job, like we were just talking about Mm -hmm. a second ago. But if you have a partner in life that isn't on the same page as you, that you're not getting along with, that's just for some reason, out to make your life miserable. Even if you have a dream job and you're married to that person, you're not going to be happy. It's going to be very hard to be happy. Versus Mm -hmm. if you have a partner that really is supportive, that's in it with you, and even if your job is, let's say, difficult, stressful, they can help support you through that. So yeah, for me, that's an easy one. What about you? So- I would 100% marry the person of my dreams. <laughs> I I didn't even think about it in the context of when I was younger versus now. So that's actually a good point of view. And if I think about it, I can't decide when I was younger if I would also have chosen the job of my dreams. I think so, because we were really career like focused. Yeah young people (laughs) or income slash career focus. We were very focused on stuff like that. I didn't think about it in that context at all at first. And uh, when I read it, I was like, oh, you'd absolutely marry the person of your dreams. Because for me, I think about it as the control that you have over that, right? You can't control 
whether or not you get to marry the person of your dreams. But it's like you said, I get to choose if I'm going to continue this career, if I'm going to take up a new career, if I'm going to work harder, be more lazy, whatever, when it comes to the job, like have some control over that. Perhaps you can't always just land the job of your dreams, but you can work towards it. I fully believe that if there is a goal, like a career goal, you have more control over that than you have over who you fall in love with, who falls in love with you. Like, are they really a great partner? It's like you said, are they going to be supportive and be all those things? And especially for me now, having married Nick, and this is going to sound sappy, but he is the person of my dreams, right? Um, We're, I know. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, tag Nick. No, Um, (laughs) but truly this question was debatable to me because I was like, I was always happy as a single person. I was single for a very long time. And I think when I was a single person, I guess I could have the job of my dreams. And like, I don't have to marry an asshole, right? I could just be a happy single person. That's true. That would be okay. But now that I am married, I do feel like having a great partner enhances that happiness. I do feel like there's something to be said for having found your person. You know, it does make things more fun. And I feel like having a partner that you really love and get along with, you kind of have that built in like fun buddy, right? Mm -hmm. But I can't control what type of person he is. I happen to have been very, very lucky or very, very picky because I got married very late in life until I found him. Yeah. And just to stray a little bit away from the actual question, since we both kind of already answered it, but I can attest that even though you were happy as a single person, your happiness seemed more complete now that you found mm-hmm. your person in Nick. But isn't it a little bit scary that, like you said, you can't really 100% control the other person. When you're mm-hmm. in a relationship, it's a two people thing and two people have to continually choose to be nice to each other, to support each other, to want to be together and to nurture the relationship to keep it healthy and continue to be together. And so there's, and this is me being a control freak here, but it's scary (laughs) to not be in control because you're now dependent on someone else to also have to make the decision to be a good partner to you. So it's a little bit like vulnerable and scary to choose that route because Mm -hmm. you realize how much control you're giving away when you join a relationship, right? And how even that happiness you may have with them in the beginning may not necessarily continue and last for a lifetime. And that's a little bit scary versus, hey, I'm happy having a job, having this life that I can completely control by myself, then that feels safer in a way, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know, not to change my answer to the question, but just recognizing how Sometimes you have to be vulnerable to achieve that new level or to open a new door to a different type of happiness. Mm -hmm. It's true. If you are that person out there listening, don't worry, there's hope yet. (laughs) (laughs) Find someone that compliments you, you know? So yeah, yeah, there's that. Anyway. So that's a wrap for Easier with a Friend. We are so excited to spend this new season with you and deeply appreciate all of you for tuning back in and any new listeners for checking us out. If you enjoyed today's episode, perhaps reach out to a friend and chat about some fun questions. 
Remember to subscribe to the podcast on Facebook, Spotify, or Apple Music so you won't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at Easier With A Friend, on our Facebook page, Easier With A Friend, or email us at easierwithafriend at gmail.com. Check out our website, easierwithafriend.com for today's transcript.